is happening everybody this is angel javier and introduce yourself sir uh joseph correa um mason's dad yeah <laughs> mighty, mighty mason mighty mason and that's what we're going to be talking about today we're going to be talking about mighty mason you know it's really funny we've been doing this now for a little while and um it's it's really cool because one of the things that we've been doing you know obviously raising money for the kids we've we've donated just over um just over a hundred thousand dollars since we started doing this which yeah. is a crazy thing to think about yep oh he <laughs> <laughs> got a little we, we had an appearance by mighty mason right there for those of you listening to the podcast we are live streaming on gote.tv again that's gote.tv that's our twitch channel you can find us on twitch and they're gamers on the edge um but anyway uh one of the things i really why i really wanted to talk to you is because i've seen it firsthand and I understand that a lot of people don't don't get to see it, uh, but when we when the community gets together and, and they help, they're not just helping a kid. It's it's a family thing, you know. And oh, and, yeah. and I wanted you to kind of kind of walk us through that, you know, uh, because you know everybody's is pulling for for Mighty Mason, but but we have to pull for the whole family as a whole. You know, he's got a sister, he's got a mom, he's got a dad. You know, what? what's that like? What What is that journey like? Um, so it's really like, a, it, it's a feeling, like you can feel the love and support that comes from people and the collective consciousness of like, we are all pulling from Mason, right? So when we were sh sharing, I, we weren't sharing a lot of stuff in the beginning before all this happened. Then we're like, man, I really want to share our, our, what's going on with us. And I really want people to connect with us and, and support him in different ways. So what it feels like for us is the support that it gave us and held us up to be able to hold him up um, is what it, what it really boiled down to. So everything that we were getting from the community, whether gamers on the edge, whether all the, the charities that are around for, for the uh, pediatric cancer and families and things like that, everything that held us up, allowed him to, allowed us to hold him up and, and be, uh, in a, in a good state of mind, feeling good, even going through this whole thing. He was, I, he never lost his energy, never lost his positivity. Like, he was down sometimes, but he was like, his gaming kept him up every time, you know, before you guys came up, I told him he was going through surgery. So he was going to come out of surgery, come home with this computer already set up. Yeah. And that, and that was like just his motivation to get home. You know, he was like playing this game on the tablet, which was great, which was provided to us by another foundation. Right. But when we got home, he was, I was like, Mason, we got to get home. So you got to get up and walk. You got to start eating and, and all of that, the motivation to come home and get this computer. Uh, and he knew you guys were coming from Florida where our family's from all of that, the motivation and he to keep him going like that. So it's, it's, it's so much. And for the family and him, it just trickles down, you know, it's, you it's know, great. And, and shout out to Lobo. You have no idea who Lobo is. Um, but he's one of those guys that has supported us from from the get-go yeah. and he found your story we had no idea again you were in florida you're in north carolina uh he found your story and tagged me and said hey angel you might you might want to look into this you know and and it's just one of those things we we have this saying at least for for our family 
because we we've been on the broke for for a while you know and and we've always said listen a lot of times we can't but when we can we do you know and, yeah. and that has been something that we've really tried to live by when we can we do I, we recognize there's a lot we can't do but when we can we do and and again sometimes the can can be something as simple as what global did which yeah. is just share it with us you know and at that point the community yeah. got together they raised the money you know we had a guy build the whole thing and uh you know javier and i took a trip out there you know it was actually it was kind of cool because my little brother yeah. lives in south carolina right so I remember. we went to south carolina friday night because we didn't want to show up at your place like at 11 o'clock yeah, at night no. you know <laughs> right, right 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 so we stayed in my little brother's friday night and then took off from South Carolina to your place uh, first thing Saturday morning, but that was really, really, dude. That your boy has so much energy. It, was, it hasn't stopped, man. It's amazing, you know, through the chemo, through all of it. That mighty Mason really has so much energy. It's so really, it's I don't so think I've so ever amazing. Ever had that much energy? He, he's he's on it, you know. It's so cool. Uh, but you know, walk walk us through through his story, and you know, and and again, it's your story, which is what I want people to understand that. Mason didn't go through this by himself, you know. It, it was a family thing, you know. How how did you deal with it? How did his sister deal with it? You know, I mean, you know, all that. How, you know, take take us back to to the beginning here. Yeah, and it's uh almost a year later. Uh, you know, the twenty sixth or the twenty third was his diagnosis. Um, first off, John Lobianco is who you're talking about, yeah. right? Yeah, I know him since um band days he was really? in a friend of mine yeah he was in a friend of mine's band and we supported each other through uh you know at bb mcgee's you know doing bands and events and he's friends with friends of mine for since high school right That's i've known hysterical. him since what then. a small world man oh yeah so he he tagged you guys or tagged us in yeah one he year tagged us on it and he was amazing thank you to him so much so i love john john um, in china by the way small world i did their wedding like dj no i performed their wedding i was the the yeah, minister the officiary for the wedding oh wow yeah i'm I'm also a minister i've done so, a few weddings so so i did their wedding down here so that was really that's really great cool. but that's small great world man small world but anyway go, so go ahead take us back so yeah shout out to him um uh, so let me see I, I guess in February, you know, like this is a double, this was kind of like a double thing, like, you know, through COVID in 2020, this is just as we were getting information about COVID, like in January, that guy in the military had come here in New York. And then February, um, my wife had got into an accident with one of our cars and uh, the one that we use for family stuff. And um, we were in the middle of a, we had a car rental in the middle of it. I was driving around looking for cars for us and we took Mason in. So in November, he had like a, a swelling in his liver, like right around his liver area. And it went through to December. The pedi pedi pediatrician said she didn't know what it was, but he had been doing breathing treatments. She thought maybe his lungs were expanding, pushing his organs out. And we were like, okay, like, you know, whatever. So going into January, we're like, this is getting worse. Let's take him in. So one, he was kind of sick. So we brought him in. And then we were like, he's got in February and he had uh, the swelling. So we just said, let's get them scanned and see what's up. And they did a um, sonogram and they found this mass in his liver. And they immediately told us that we had a pediatrician appointment on Wednesday, but they set us up with an oncologist and a doctor. 
So we went to the oncologist doctor on Wednesday and uh, Tuesday, our pediatrician, she had no idea what it could have been. And she's like, I'm just going to send you to the oncologist and go from there. So we went to the oncologist. She set us up for scans that following Monday. And we were like, all right, you know, we just went with it. Okay. If you're not concerned about it, we are. But if you know, you know, he's has no symptoms. He was not, you know, no, nothing like that. So they didn't think it was anything they should look at immediately. Um, but come Friday, we were driving around in a rental and I'm looking for a new car and he was eating something. And then all of a sudden he said his stomach started hurting and I immediately like freaked out at any other time I would have been like, all right, man, maybe it's just the M&Ms you ate or something like that. But I immediately freaked out. I called the, the doctor because they told us to call if anything happened. And I just rushed to the kid's emergency room and I got into the kid's pedi uh, pediatric emergency room and we called his mom and she came um, and they immediately set him up for scans right then and there. So we had CT scans and the, the doctor that was in the emergency room came back to us and was like, I'm so sorry, like he's got a, a huge mass and I, I, we believe it's probably cancer. And, and, and he was just immediately off there. He said, yeah, that's, I think it's that. And so our doctor came in and we, they immediately put him in the hospital we set a room immediately, put him upstairs. They did more scans. And uh, that Saturday, so the next day, he was set up for a biopsy Sunday for let a me, biopsy. Let me, let me pause real quick because I have to ask. Yeah. I'm a father of three. Somebody comes in and says he's got a massive mass. I mean, what 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 are you guys? Was it just you there or was, was everybody there at that point? So it was me and I was driving with my daughter. I'm trying to remember if she stayed. She was in the car. It was me, her, Crystal. It was a time when they weren't restricting any visitors. So it was me, Crystal, and I think Marley. And then somebody came in and got Marley for us. I think my, my mom came and picked up Marley. So we were in the room and, you know, we've been, my wife had been more concerned about it than I was. I didn't know, you know, it's just like, maybe it's just swelling a little bit, you know? So when I first heard it, I'm more of the time, I'm not dramatic. So I didn't like get immediately freaked out, but I was like, all right, all right, what's coming? You know, what are we going to do here? And uh, I think I stayed calm mostly through the whole thing. And, and until like sometimes, you know, I was getting a little um, anxious and, and kind of, I, I question a lot. So I was like pretty, pretty rough on the doctors a few times, you know, um, <laughs> but that's the the uh, the extent of my drama. I wasn't really when things get rough, I just kind of tighten up and I just push, you know, like so right. my wife was very upset. She was she was holding him. She was crying. And we realized some of the things he was getting sick with, you know, maybe that had with stemming from what had happened because it had spread to his lungs once we found out with the biopsy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he set up with a biopsy and a port install automatically on Sunday. They said, we're going to put a port there because we know we're going to have to treat this. And then when they came back on Sunday after the biopsy and said it was cancer and it was stage four because it had spread to his lungs and it was, he wasn't resectable at diagnosis, which means they couldn't do surgery immediately. They had to hit him with some chemo first to shrink it and eliminate some of the stuff in his lungs. Then they did surgeries and then he did chemo afterwards. So it became, so it was stage four immediately. And, and for the people who don't understand the port, can you go ahead? Can you explain that to us? 
Yeah, um, it's this amazing thing, and I can't imagine uh, other people going through it without it. It's basically they install it. It's a instead of getting in your arms all the needles all the time, we went weekly for chemo, and we spent weeks in the hospital, right? So they have stuff in his arms all the time. So when they put the port in, this thing can literally take. It's a it goes underneath the skin, and it's attached to a main artery or vein in the neck that goes to the heart immediately. Right, so it's a direct line to the heart where they pump the medicine in, and it, it you basically stick the needle in, they cover it, and it's just in there the whole time. And it's underneath your skin, and you come home with it, and they take it out, and it just you don't see it but a bump like right here. Right. And it's something they just put it in, and it goes through this little like self-sealing silicone almost, and it goes in, and then that's where the all the medicine goes to. So you're saying so, that they put it in before they got the the diagnosis same day so he got the biopsy right here in his, in, uh, his upper abdomen or right. on the liver and they put the port in during in the same surgery while he was down oh, wow. so they put him down they did both surgeries right there because they just knew that they were going to need it at that point uh, yeah they immediately uh the doctor was like i'm almost 100 percent sure this is what it is it's called hepatoblastoma it's a very, it's rare. They only get about two or three cases a year at the hospital, about 200 cases a year at the United States. Wow. So it was rare and he was older. So it's, uh, usually they find it within, by the time you're born to 18 months. And this had gone unnoticed all the way up to four years old. He was. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so then, um, he goes, he's, he's a fighter. <laughs> Hasn't stopped, man. We've been we've been you know following the journey and, and seeing how he's doing and what he's doing and you know you you're posting things out to YouTube and to Facebook and I mean, he is active, isn't he? Oh, he is always doing something. I had him over the summer. You know, we were careful with COVID and everything, but at the same time, we didn't stop our our life. Like we, uh, I had him over the summer riding bikes. I had him. Um, skateboarding i built ramps for them and i'm absolutely sure like i said everybody holding us up allowed us to continue to do what we do and i didn't stop i was building stuff i was taking them right before i took them uh to the gaming before everybody shut down right. i took them to frankie's fun park we played video games we did all this stuff so we still went went and did things i took them on go-karts they're masked up and everything you know he was on antibiotics to protect him from certain things and uh we we, we stayed safe but we never stopped you and know, he never stopped. And, and and with that, you know, one of the things that we really try to do is, um, one of the things that we tell people all the time is just, uh, one of the things is just to make sure that kids feel like kids. Yeah. You know, that kids can be kids. And and obviously it sounds like that was one of the main things you were doing. I mean, how how important is it for people to to treat him like any other kid, you know? Because I, I know that that's exactly what you were doing. You were not treating him any different. Uh, you know, I, I had the pleasure, you know, Javier and I had the pleasure of being there yeah. at, at your place and, and saw, you know, saw him there, saw his sister as well. You know, and obviously you were treating both of them the same. And, and I'm guessing that's, that's always been the case with this. Yeah, that's a compliment I received from a good friend of mine. Um, they said... The one thing I love about you is that you're not giving cancer uh, a fighting chance. Like you're not, um, 
you treat him like as if he doesn't even have it. Like, and I'm like, yeah, we just, we're just doing what we do. And all the love we received just allowed me to continue to do that. And, um, uh, that's a, that's a compliment I received is, is that I just kept letting him be who he was and, and he didn't stop. And it's almost like he knew what was going on and he asked questions about it, but he was just on. He, I followed him. I tell everybody I followed him. Like if he was, if he was down, I was, I was sleeping, playing nice music and chilling with him. If he was up, I was up. I'm like, Brady, let's get up. Let's play monster trucks in the hospital where I was, whatever he wanted. I had them. And it, if it wasn't for everybody supporting us and, and donating and, and things like that, I don't know if I would have been able to do it, but I would have done whatever I could, whatever it took in order to keep him up. That's awesome. Um, you know, it's again, it's just, man, it was really, really, really cool to meet you guys. Uh, I know I saw the other photos and I thought it was really cool. One of the things you said, you know, he rang the bell, um, saw the video for that. How, how was that? How's how did that feel to like, okay, we're, this is official now. I'll tell you what, uh, what were you going to say? No, no, I, I, you might say it. Cause go ahead. T tell me what you're going to say. Well, I'll tell you what, it didn't feel official until last Monday because last Monday Hi. now his, here he comes. Hold on. What buddy? Show me what you drew. He's drawing uh he likes siren head. He likes, uh, no, no. okay. Let me see. What is this? It's the bendy dude. It's bendy. Fancy. It's the bendy dude. No, not bendy. He likes bendy and the ink machine. It's He's very the, into bendy. It's the little dude. Let me see that guy. Let me see. We got it for the Switch, and he's been playing it. We've been watching the gameplay. <laughs> he's awesome. amazing. He's been drawing. He's got his tie on. He's looking all fancy today. He knew. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Look at this. He draws Siren Head all the time. He likes Siren Head. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Come here, come sit with me. You want to come sit with me? No, I'm okay. going to finish making a bendy cake. All right, go ahead. He's, he's busy. He's busy playing. He's busy oh, being a kid, which I'm is exactly what we want. Yeah. You are good at making bendy. All right. And I'm going to make some normal bendy. Okay. Show me. All right, so um, I, I forgot where we, what was your question? That's awesome. I'm glad we got to do that. <laughs> Listen, it, it really is about the kids, and it's such a, I mean, I, you probably don't know this, that's that's how we got started in all of this. Um, when when we first started doing this, it was when the economy went belly up, and yeah. my wife and I both lost our jobs on the same day. Uh, we lost our house, we lost a car, because uh, we had to sell our car so that we could pay a lawyer so he could prove that we were broke. I'm like, this doesn't uh, make any sense whatsoever. No, right? Oh, and then man. we ended up bouncing around like two, two, almost three years we bounced around. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't want my boys to fall behind in school. So I was taking them to, to the mall and we were using their internet so that I could homeschool them. Um, nice. And in the process of all this, we decided to, you know, let's do something because other people have it worse than we do. I mean, this is not good. This is bad, but other people have it worse than we do. And we talked to, to the boys about, you know, what do you guys want to do? And, and Javier um, had – go ahead, tell, tell them your, your story. Because so um, when, I was, when I was four – Yeah, so right around the same age. It's right around the same age, yeah. I had pneumonia really bad. I, it was – it was it was scary for a bit. 
nowhere near as scary as cancer, mind you, but um, it was it was definitely a lot to deal with as a kid. Um, and as a parent, when your kid can't breathe, yeah, you know, that that's an issue. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so, and so I had reactive airway disease, so I, I was used to, like, not being able to breathe at times. So I was like, I didn't think anything of it at, at first. And then I was like, you know what? I really can't breathe. That's <laughs> that's probably an issue. But, um, uh, yeah, so no. Um, are, uh, do you want me to go yeah, we all took the you way to the back? Hospital. No, we took you to the hospital. Um, and... You know, as we were trying to think of something to do for the kids, Javier happened to remember the two things that you had gotten there, while you were in the there, hospital. There were two things. So uh, the first thing was a um, a giant stuffed cow. I still have that cow. It's still in my room somewhere. Um, uh, I'm, By I'm, the way, he's 21 for those of you listening yeah, to the I'm podcast. 20. We got plenty of the gifts. Yeah, I, he got that cow when he was four in the hospital. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I still have stuffed animals yeah, that's right. They're cool, but um, uh, so yeah, um, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so I I didn't know anything about Star Wars because I was way too young. So I just can't. Do you know the character Count Dooku? Yeah, I I named it Count Moo because it was it it was a cat. <laughs> uh, I liked his voice. Uh, oh yeah, no Christopher. Uh, oh, what's his last? Christopher Lee. That's his name. Um, he, yeah. amazing actor. Um, but so you got the cow. So I got the cow, and then the other thing that I um, I was able to use in the in the hospital was a N sixty four with Super Mario sixty four on it. We're taking you nice. back here, Joseph. Yeah, yeah. Back to Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> Ooh, it's been a while. Funny thing about Nintendo um, uh, about uh, Super Mario sixty four is I've actually started playing it recently again and doing like yeah. speed runs for it. So that's fun, but um, yeah. So uh, when we first were trying to figure out what to do um, for other people while we were going through all of that, was uh, we were doing the journeys, pals. Yeah, as we, we did journeys, pals. The time, uh, where okay. we just got a bunch of uh, stuffed animals. We found the, out our local hospital had like two hundred and sixty-three or something like that. Yeah, I think that beds. Was it. So we decided to get 263 stuffed animals. We ended up getting over 300, I think. It was really funny because when we showed up to the hospital, we, we called in. We're like, hey, we're here at the lobby. Where do you want us to put these stuffed animals? They're like, just put them in the box. We're like, no, no, you don't understand. We have <laughs> uh, You're not going to fit we in got, the box. I think we you're going to need truck. a bigger box. <laughs> <laughs> and then from there, we went to, well, you know what? The gaming helped yeah. you out. And... Let's. What can we do with gaming? So we decided to, to do this extra life thing that we had heard about and do a twenty-four hour gaming marathon. So like instead of doing, you know, hey, I'm gonna walk five miles, donate a dollar for a mile I walk. We decided to do, hey, we're gonna play games for twenty-four hours, donate a dollar for every hour we play. And I remember year one we raised two hundred and thirty-three dollars. You know. Yeah. And then you fast forward to where we are today and. You know, we've been blessed to be able to, to donate over 100000 and to be able to help people like yourself, you know. And, and, and to be honest with you, that's probably the part I really, really enjoy the most. Um, because to a lot of people, you know, the, the amount of money sounds like a lot. But driving up to see you guys and seeing him there and seeing him, you know, run with, with his, you know, with his friend, you know. 
um, yeah. you know, and, and playing with his sister and all that. It was, it, to me, that's that's what it's all about. You know, it's it's the individuals, and that was really really cool. Yeah, when you called us that one day, and I couldn't get him to stop running around. It was like, <laughs> I was kind of upset. I was like, man, come on, I'm trying to do this. You know, get everybody to see him and everybody, you know, I want everybody to see that he's grateful and, and whatnot, but he's also four. So I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, we're live, guys. You know, like, and, you know. I remember the video. We went live on uh, on Facebook <laughs> and he was like in and out. He was like in and out and in and out. It was like, yeah. oh, look at this, look at this. He was like holding stuff like, and I got this. And then he sat down at the computer. He's like, ooh, colors. <laughs> lots of colors. Because <laughs> for those of you who haven't seen it, the computer has lots of colors. <laughs> it's, it's really cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, cool. it's amazing. And we're using it. Uh, he's doing gameplay. Uh, for instance, I don't know if I can share my screen with you, but. Probably I was going to show you some gameplay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if, let's see. Hmm. Let's see. It's buttons. Buttons. Uh, share. I don't know. <laughs> I thought I could. I, I saw a share screen, but I don't see it now. Yeah. No worries. I'm not even but, sure, I, but anyway, go ahead. No, I got some stuff where he was in the hospital playing Roblox and just just itching to get home and get out of there. I, I forget where we left off. You had a question. I was like, I was going to say, you know what? To be honest with you, you were like, oh, it was about. Right. Um, uh, so so this is what happens when you get a bunch of gamers. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say it was about uh, him ringing the bell and you saying that it wasn't really oh. official until this past Monday. I okay. Think. Yes. Okay. So this past Monday is when he actually got his port out. So to to me, his chemo ended December fourteenth, his last chemo, but it's a it's a cycle and it stays in your system for a good bit, you know. So you got you gotta get tested for your heart still. We gotta make sure we're following his numbers, he's not dehydrated, he's not on any supplements, you know, we're tracking all that. But his chemo last chemo was December fourteenth, but his next clinic wasn't until January fourteenth. So we had the chemo, then scans were two days later to let us know that they weren't seeing anything and everything was good and it was working. So we did scans on the 16th. So that was kind of like a, an end, right? Right. And then January, January 14th was, his la was his, the last clinic we went to. And at that clinic, they were like, okay, well, this is when the port's coming out. And then at that point, I was like, port's coming out. Okay, that means no more chemo, no more medicine. But at the same time, if something were to, you know, and then we got it. Okay, so port coming out was both awesome and oh wow. That means any anything we do now is in the arm. Like next clinic, they're gonna have to take his blood from his arm. They explained right. it to him, but it was the official like okay, we're we're done with this chapter. And now the remaining up to five years is remission, two years of survivorship. So the remaining years is gonna be like monitoring and you know he's got the sniffles and a little cough right now. You get nervous. You're like. You know, I'm like, because he's not on any medications, right. nothing. And the so, immune system is not what it used to be. Right. And we're using a lot of supplements and things that medicine won't tell you. You know, medicine is just like, we're going to give them this for side effects and this for side effects. And we're like, we, we did a whole bunch of stuff that they did not say to use. But then when we told them we were using, they were like, oh, yeah, that's going to be good. And I'm like, why? This is a big thing. And we're thinking about starting what's called Mighty House. Um a charity to where we focus on wellness and nutrition uh, to where, you know, guys like yourself are providing things like, like 
animals and, and stuff like that. And then right. other people are given blankets and we want to give something as well. And it's, I know it's so early that this is just now kind of get over, but eventually we're going to, we're going to get into some of that. He, he wants to show some more of his work. All right. So there's a, uh, who's that? Bendy. That's Bendy. And here's another one. Ink Bendy. <laughs> Ink Bendy. Oh, so there's Bendy and Ink Bendy, huh? Yeah, he loves it, man. Mason, Bendy what's your favorite Inch. video game? What's your favorite video game? Roblox. And Bendy. And Bendy and the Ink. Roblox and Bendy. Roblox, he's on constantly. I have gameplay. Um, if you go to Mighty Mason Gaming on YouTube, yep. we have all sorts of gameplay on there with his friends, with his sister. He has reaction videos. Um, I'm gonna try to get him to go streaming on his Twitch, but not yet. I saw but he's this, learning. I saw the slam dunk. Oh yeah, he loves that. Yeah. I got him a new goal for Christmas, and uh, he runs around singing "Slam." Da 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 da. <laughs> he <laughs> loves it, man. Up. He's on fire. He... Oh, uh, there's a charity called um, um, Project Outrun. And Project Outrun provides sneakers for kids to outrun their their illnesses. Oh, that's right? cool. And he we ordered. He's got Nike um, connections. We ordered him a pair of sneakers, and he puts these shoes on and goes out and he balls. That's, oh, that's awesome. Great. That is so yeah. good. Hey he man, if you got anything else you want to tell us, I'd love to hear it. If not, we're gonna let you get back to your family, enjoy them. Uh, it, it was an honor, privilege to to meet with you guys, and uh, you know just play a small part in this um we're looking forward to see you know mighty mason uh take on the world man you know uh i did think it was really interesting like you said that you know when the port came out that's that's when it got real you know it's like okay yeah in is, both directions you know this is the next step um so yeah. now now you got two years and five years right is that correct is that what you said yeah this year we'll do um Every few months, we're going to do scans. Uh, they're going to check his heart uh, about every every few months as well, just okay. to make sure everything's going good. Uh, we're going to do some detox this year. Um, and then after two years, it's called survivorship. And once you're past an 18-month mark, they, they generally say that's it's good for this particular condition, but still right. five years is remission. And he's on study, so he'll they'll be monitoring him for 10 years just every, every, every year. That's cool. You know, um, let me ask you, because you're starting to come up with some of this other stuff. Um, were, were you a good student in, in, in science when you were in high school? I don't know. I, as an average, I was an average student, but it wasn't I was because say, it, it was. You've learned a lot of science in this last oh, year, man. haven't you? I, I've a uh, matter of fact, one of my friends recently was diagnosed with lymphoma and she's was she was asking me like what supplements could I do? And she's still on it. She messages me and she's like, oh man, thank you for being my soundboard. I tried a couple of these things. It's great. My doctors love it. So I learned so much because I was just really focused and I'm that detail oriented. Yeah. Where I, I was studying every day, the effects that day of what was happening. And I, I jumped in on some nurses when they were doing some things and it, it and I love the nurses, I love the doctors. It's just some things I really, you gotta be, the best advocate you can be for them because there's no nurses are, are great. They're looking out for you, but they got other patients, right? So they're not like paying exact attention. Like before they gave him his pre-meds, he was kind of 
a little sick and then they were going to hang chemo immediately. This is one, one story I have. And I was like, Hey, hold up. He's fine. He was throwing, he's not throwing up yet. Let's wait a little bit. And, you know, just small little things like that. And they were like, sure, you know, you're the parent, whatever you want. So there was some times that I really, all my research and, and things really helped the situation and uh, focused on the nutrition at home and being disciplined. Um, in school, I'd say I was an average, but I, I did that kind of on purpose. I just yeah, didn't yeah. want, I didn't want to be seen one way or the other. I wasn't a failure, but I wasn't an A student. Yeah, I kinda, you went from being you know, an okay student in science to being a, a great student in science in the last year. <laughs> oh, yeah. thank you, my son. My son brought it all, man. Many yeah. blessings. I love it. Well, man, we're going to let you go. We really do appreciate it. Uh, again, man, we'll, we'll catch up. We'll keep track and, uh, you know, keep hitting us up. All right. I appreciate you guys, and I'm going to keep in touch. Uh, like I said, Mighty Mason Gaming on YouTube, and he's got a Twitch account, but he's not on there yet. But uh, Mighty Mason Gaming on YouTube. Check him out. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And uh, we'll just continue to do this, continue to make a difference. See you. Awesome.